Breezen leans against a bank of machines in the air traffic control center to balance himself. Agravain dislodges his weapon from the wall and begins to twirl it menacingly. Reason is visibly shaken, holding his shoulder, feeling the pain from Jean-Claude's 20-foot fall and the gash in his stomach that is trickling blood. He eyeballs his weapon, but it is out of reach. Susan sits huddled behind a bank of monitors, praying earnestly. God, help us. Help us all. We need your strength. Lord, help me. I need you. Now you die. Jean-Claude is having trouble staying out of Kilroy's reach as he cries out to God as well. God, help me. Uh, Lord, please deliver me from these circumstances. Rescue me and my friends from what is happening to us. Deep within Dominion headquarters, nestled in this private chamber... Herrick sits, legs crossed, in a trance-like state. His eyes are wide, but there are no pupils, only white, milky eyeballs. Victory is ours. The powers of the Dread Lord are stronger than I've ever felt them. Finish him now, Agravain. Finish him, and our victory will be complete. Dominion champions around the globe continue to spar against members of the opposition in deadly combat. Olivia presses her adversary the first in Australia. Manuel is trying to simply survive the attacks of Kraken in South America. Deuce approaches Carway, his wounded prey in Africa. Deep in the Orient of Asia, Fui Lin runs from the destroyer. Manituk and Mariah fight blade versus blade in wild combat in eastern United States. And Jean-Claude, in a fit of confusion, tries to stay alive against Kilroy. As if in one voice, the opposition cry out to the only one who can save them, the one who has the power over death and the grave. God, help us. Help us all. We need your strength. God, help me. Reason holds his stomach as Agravain approaches him, placing his sword inches from Reason's neck. You were a fool to ever oppose the Dominion. Now it is my pleasure to see you die. You forgot one thing, Agravain. What's that? Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. Only words. Now feel my steel. Just as Agravain begins to lunge, the tip of Gavagai strikes the blade, sending it plunging into the wall right next to Reason's head. Clumsily, but effectively, Susan was able to wield Reason's weapon. Agravain backhands her, sending her flying in the air. She crashes to the floor, unmoving. Gavagai slides across the floor, retracting as it does, but it is closer to Reason now. Reason dive rolls, picking up Gavagai. Agarain aims his sword down, but not before Reason can block it, extending the weapon once again at the same time. Jean-Claude staggers in pain and fatigue, seeing his crossbow on the ground. The sighting on the bow has been shifted. Oh no, my weapon is damaged. Not as damaged as you're going to be. Time for you to die. Wrong. Time for me to run. Jean-Claude bolts off in the direction of his jet, which is hidden in the underground hangar. Come back here, you coward. Kilroy sheaths his weapon and starts the foot race. Jean-Claude pulls out what looks like a remote control from his vest. I just hope this thing still works. 
He pushes the button and smiles when he sees the metal trap door begin to open as if appearing out of nowhere. Oh, thank God. He pushes another button that stops it from opening any further and pushes it again to close. With all the energy left in him, Jean-Claude runs toward the opening before it closes as if his life depended on it. If Jean-Claude makes it, it will be close. Kilroy knows he can't make it. His body is too big and Jean-Claude had a head start. Kilroy stops and holds his weapon high. Clever, but not clever enough. Kilroy throws his sword. Jean-Claude dies for the opening and rolls under just before the metal door finishes closing. Sparks fly as the door catches Kilroy's sword, wedging it only inches from Jean-Claude's head. 